0: Welcome to another episode of the Welcome to the Table podcast. My name is Khalil. My name is Sean. And we are your hosts for this show talking about yes. spiritual disciplines, attributes of God, things that help us be faithful followers of Jesus. And we just have meaningful conversations around the table. Yeah,
1: we do a couple interviews here and there as well. And it's uh, it's a blast. We love to do it.
0: And we learn a lot along the we way, do. which is what's so fun about this is it's our water cooler discipleship conversations as we process through how we follow Jesus together and in community, and uh, we 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 just love doing this. So absolutely, um, we want to talk about the spiritual discipline of reflection. Yeah. Now, reflection is a discipline that I was recently asked on one of my social media accounts. Someone said, "Hey, you're talking about reflection," and they said, "What does that mean? Like, I've heard this term before, but are there any guidelines for reflection? I don't really know." what that's supposed to look like. And I thought about it and I just like, man, all the time we talk about things that we should do and we just take things for granted and like, oh, you should do this, go. right? And, and we don't always, I think about this for me, people somewhere along the way, I've learned how to do things, but there's also a lot of things in my faith life that um, no one really taught me. Like I really had to struggle to figure it out. And mm-hmm. so I just made me realize like we talk about reflection a lot. But not everyone really knows what that looks like or how to do it. And so this episode, that's what we want to talk about. And uh, just for definition's sake, what is reflection? Well, reflection is a deliberate and intentional time that is set aside for us to slow down from the busyness of life and to look backwards, uh, whether that's on our day, on our week, on our month, or on our year, or it could be a five-year period. It really doesn't matter. But to look back on our life, to learn from our experiences and our desires and the feelings we're, we're facing and walking through, and basically our life. So yeah, what I love about this definition, and Sean, you can chime in here, but I love a couple things. Number one is that we're saying it is a deliberate thing. It is an intentional thing because we know that Pause and reflection does not happen accidentally. It's something that we have to pursue intentionally. Secondly, I like that it's a a pause. It's a slowing down in the busyness of life because that is also something that doesn't happen very often. We're so go, 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 uh, or we just fill our lives with our work, with the next task, whatever. And then number three, the fact that reflection is actually a time to learn and a time of personal growth.
1: Right. If I were to do a a one liner, it would be reflection is remembrance. Mm. And going back a little bit, um, you mentioned, uh, just not, not sure what it is. What, how do we do this? What is that? And I think sometimes it's confused and muddy because we might think reflection or get it confused with meditation or some of those other spiritual attributes or, um, spiritual disciplines or ancient practices when in fact it's different. And, uh, it really is reflection is remembrance and, um, like all other ancient practices. It is uh, intentional. We, mm. we have to be intentional with it. so um, I often put in my calendar times where I reflect because I'm not naturally bent to do that mm. because you said, like you said, we' you know we're, we're really busy, we like to we're constantly going, we're constantly uh, on the next thing, onto the next thing. Mm-hmm. And so for me, as a busy American, um, I like to calendar it and, schedule it in. And it may not even seem like it's really spiritual quote unquote, but it, yeah. it really is. It's, it really is a, um, a practice that is spiritual in nature. And, um, it's one that I, I think it's great that we're bringing uh, to the table. Yeah. So,
0: and when we talk about reflection, it's one. It's funny. I'm agreeing with you. Like I, I get busy. I'm going. Mm-hmm. And it's very easy to wake up, start going immediately, get through your day, get home. Maybe you, you're you just going until bed or maybe as soon as you get home, you take care of whatever household chores you have. You eat dinner. Maybe you fill the time with some, some Netflix or whatever way you like to kind of binge, uh, release, relax from the day. And then maybe you just go straight to bed and you move on. Mm-hmm. And that happens all the time you know, in our lives. But when I think back in my life to the times where I have reflected really well, they've been some of the most meaningful times in my entire life. Mm -hmm. Those times where maybe for me, it's oftentimes at night, it's everyone's already kind of going to bed and I'm outside on a walk and it's just quiet. The day has ended, cars aren't driving around and it's, I just hear God's voice. Um, Or it's the moment where the stress all kind of lifts for a moment and I start reflecting and I start asking some questions and I start uh, dialoguing with God. And those are milestone moments in my life. And when I start to feel like I'm far distant from God, a lot of times it might be because my discipline of reflection has slowed down. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I just think about that. This is definitely a discipline that leads to a lot of personal growth, a lot of uh, really deep formational things that happen in our life.
1: Yeah, and to that point, I believe that reflection is simple enough of a concept to grasp. In contrast to something like fasting mm. or solitude and silence, it's 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 a little bit more simple. In and it's a great uh, bridge builder to other disciplines like prayer and fasting or sure. meditation. Uh, solitude, silence, like you just even mentioned. So it's a great if it's a if there's one spiritual discipline that you're like I'm only going to start one. Reflection would definitely be one of them It'd that I would say to top. At, yeah, it
0: would be a great one to start on. So yeah, question then, why don't we tend to reflect? as much or as often as we should. I mean, <laughs> we can say number 1, maybe we don't even know how. Maybe you've never heard the term. Maybe mm-hmm. you've never thought about it. No one ever taught you. Maybe you just don't know how, but like why do you think we don't reflect enough?
1: Yeah, I think I think there is a for lack of a better term, fear to reflect in one sense. Mm-hmm. What what if I pause long enough? and get into some of the practicals we're going to here in a second. What Mm. am I going to dig up? What's going to come to the surface? Uh, Regret, shame, hurts and pains, things that have happened, maybe even just within the week that are uncomfortable. Um, I I don't want to think about those things. You know, we live in a culture that uh, has a multiplicity of coping mechanisms and and self-medication and uh, gods that help us to forget really. And Mm -hmm. you don't have to think about this or, you know, I read something in in a post from a friend, uh, either today or yesterday. And though I understood the context, it was, uh, outlast your haters, you know, or just, Mm. you know, don't listen to the haters. Don't listen Mm. to it. You know, whatever you are, you are A, B, C, and D and whatever. And there's positives to that, but there was, there's also the, that kind of creeps into this. The reason why we won't just say, wait, let me just sit with Mm. what happened today or this week.
0: And, uh, I'm
1: nervous or I'm a little scared of what's going to come up and I don't want to face it.
0: I just don't want to do it. Yeah. That's interesting. Cause when you said, I, like the fear of reflection Mm -hmm. it immediately made me think about so so often we don't get still because we like we don't want to deal with what might come to the surface right and i mean that could be anything maybe it's just maybe it's embarrassment there's a situation you're just embarrassed (laughs) and like it hurts i try to shake those out of my head real quick right i don't want to have to think about that embarrassing moment yeah um but maybe it's maybe it's a deep trauma Maybe right. it's a traumatic experience in your past and you're just trying to stuff it down long enough that you can move on or move forward. Maybe it's an insecurity or an inadequacy or some piece of your identity yeah. right now that uh, that you don't want to have to deal with. So we, we stuff it down. Well, yeah. the problem with that, I mean, I get it because the fear of I I don't know what will happen. Right. I don't know what will happen. But i just seen in my life, in my faith, and in, in the lives of others that a lot of times God wants to bring stuff to the surface so that he can heal it. Totally. He wants to Absolutely. bring stuff to the surface so that we can recognize it and go, whoa, I didn't even know that was there. But okay, God, I need to hand this to you. Right. I need to trust you with this. Wow, I'm, I'm broken in a way that I haven't faced. I'm inviting you to come be the one who heals it. And yeah. I think there's a tension of, one, we stuff it down so we miss out on the healing. Right. But two he might be the one bringing it to the service and we're actively fighting against the renewing work that he wants to do when yeah. we, when we just keep moving. If I just keep moving, keep the music playing, keep, <laughs> keep, keep, keep being busy. I don't have to face that thing, but at the same time I want to be healed. Yeah. I want freedom. I want to be over this. And then the anxiety that comes right with, with suppression and, and oppression. Of and things.
1: if we're good in, and, and I know you have some thoughts on this too. If we're going to do that, if my default is that, it also demonstrates a distrust in my Jesus, in yeah. my king. It, it demonstrates that I don't trust him. He is the grand weaver, that he is weaving a, a, a beautiful life in a story. Um, and if he's the author of that, then he's going to take all of these things, good, bad, ugly, uh, in between, mm. and he's going to weave a beautiful life in a beautiful story of who you were meant to be, who he's created you to be but it shows me that I don't trust him with that if that's the
0: case. Yeah. And I'll bring that back because I've had this conversation with a couple of people in just the last couple of weeks. The, the term that keeps coming up is just trust. Mm-hmm. You know, if I trust God is good, if I trust God cares, if I trust that God is powerful enough to break in on this thing, then I don't have to be afraid.
1: Right. If I
0: trust him, I will bring things to him, but it's when I don't trust that those things tend to happen. So that's some good insight. Yeah. Um, it's very helpful. So, practically how do we reflect? Right. Sean, I have a couple questions that I run through, but I'm curious what you would say, what does it look like to get yourself into a place where reflection can happen? What are maybe some some yeah. things that have helped you or some guidelines that would be helpful for someone?
1: And I'm terrible with this, but uh the one practical starting point I would say is at the end of your day, some point at the end of your day calendar it in your phone, you know, whatever, cal you've got iCal, you've got Google mm-hmm. Calendar, whatever you have, a reminder pops up, we like to use, it. Khalil and I like to use Evernote, it, it whatever, and calendar 20 minutes, you know, at the end of the day, maybe before you go to bed, or even around the dinner table, and um, do it with friends or family, um, but also spend some of that time Doing it by yourself But Mm. that would be my Number one starting place Like calendar it Mm. And uh, let it Let the The ring ding And all that stuff And let you know
0: It's time And then maybe Put yourself in a place where uh, silence can yeah. happen, or solitude can happen, because sure, it, we need to be quiet enough so that thoughts can come to the surface, or memories can can appear, or God can whisper to us mm-hmm. uh, as well. And so, if you're trying to do reflection in a really busy environment or a loud environment, <laughs> that might yeah. not be conducive. I yeah, don't know it if don't you've, work really you've well. ever had a success there, but no, I've not. I get distracted. Yeah,
1: so. I get distracted as well. I mean, it's it's good to to uh,
0: dive into the other ancient practices there at the same time yeah. yeah so we we have five really practical reflection questions that you can incorporate into this rhythm of reflection that you have now a rhythm of reflection can be really whatever consistency you decide or determine would be helpful mm-hmm. i think it's important to incorporate multiple so i have a daily time of reflection i do it with kind of like a five year journal at the end of my day my rhythm for the evening is I brush my teeth. This is like the very end. I brush my teeth. And then the next thing I do is I sit down with my five-year journal. Right. And I kind of just reflect on the day and determine, hey, what do I want to write in here? But that's kind of separate from this. Anyways, yeah. that, that time where reflection kicks off, there's five questions that are really helpful to ask. You could do this every single day. You could do it at the end of your week, at the end of your month or a quarter, and I even suggest maybe doing something like this at the end of every single year mm-hmm. to have a reflection yeah. on your year for that personal growth and to tune in with what God might want to do in the year to come. So number one, and I, sorry, I do this kind of as a prayer. So I invite God into these questions. I will pray them to God. I will ask God or I'll, I'll ask it and, and leave space to hear his voice on some things. Number one, what was something good that God did for me today? Mm -hmm. or this week or this year what is something good god's been doing how has he been helping me taking care of me providing for me and this question really is for the purpose is for the purpose of gratitude and celebration i'm not naturally very good at celebrating i'm more naturally skilled at noticing the negatives and what's not right yet right so this moment to pause and say what how has god been good to me moves me into a posture of thankfulness and, and gratitude and gratefulness towards God, which changes my mood even about him and causes me to recognize some of the things that he's been doing in my life that maybe I would miss if I didn't pause and stop.
1: Yeah, and I wouldn't add too much more. We can go right on to the next question. The only thing I would say is in a world that's uh, bent on bad, that I should say this. I'll say it this way. In a world that binges on bad, we need to remember the good. Because there's plenty of it. God is, God is good. Yeah. And uh, he is the definition of it. And so there is always good that has taken place in my life. And it's important to remember and reflect on that. So, yeah,
0: Super good. Number yeah. two is to ask, what is a challenge that I faced today? Or a challenge that I faced this week? Mm-hmm. And did I honor God in how I responded to it? Mm -hmm. Uh, this is a two-parter for me. It it really is a character challenge You know, what is something difficult that I face? What's something hard that I face? Maybe something that frustrated me angered me worried me produced anxiety within me What is that challenge that I faced? And then the second part is this is very introspective and i'm not always pleased with The answer that I find with it, but how did I respond? Mm -hmm. Did I respond in a way that really pleased god and sometimes the answer is Yes and mm-hmm. that's always a great feeling because it's a, it, here's where the benefit is. It reminds me that I am growing in godliness, mm-hmm. that God is helping me along the way, that I'm not responding oftentimes the way that I would have years ago. And so, mm-hmm. wow, God, I really did honor you in the way I responded to that situation. And I can be pleased uh, with what he's producing uh, within me. But then oftentimes yeah. I go, hmm. I'm, I didn't really honor. God, yeah. I didn't really honor you in the way I dealt with that. The way I spoke to that person or the way I approached that situation, the text message I sent, um, maybe I saw something and I know that I was meant to step into it, but my sin of omission, I stepped away from it. And in that moment, it's a blessing again for personal growth to come to God because I go, there's an area of my life where I still need to grow in Christ likeness. Mm -hmm. And I can say, I can confess that God, I confess that to you. I'm sorry for that. Help me in this. Help me to con- to honor you in this challenge. So both when there's the positive and the, mm, I didn't quite honor Jesus, it's an opportunity for me to see something about the growth of my own character in Christ and what the Holy Spirit's doing.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it brings again to the surface some of the practices that we've talked about, lem- lamenting, uh, confession. Uh, celebration. Again, uh, you mentioned it earlier as well, you know, journaling Mm -hmm. and, uh, but specifically to this second question, it's, uh, it brings other practices to the surface as well. So
0: yeah. Number three, and again, it's a prayer to God, but God, is there any unconfessed sin in my life yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> it, and it ties right in. Is there any unconfessed sin keeping me from you right now? Mm-hmm. And I think that's an important question. You could maybe ask it a different way and say, uh, is there anything in my life Jesus would not be pleased with? Yeah. Uh, that's another good qu- I just felt convicted right now. <laughs> but it, it, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good question. <laughs> is there anything in my life that Jesus would not be pleased with? That question is important because, you know, in my experience— personally and in a pastoral relationship with people. I find that people feel distant from God at times. Mm -hmm. Maybe they feel like he's quiet or they just don't see him working their life or they feel like things aren't working out. And uh, sometimes that's because there is sin in our life that we have embraced or at least tolerated. And any sin that we tolerate or any sin that we don't aggressively and fervently attack Right. Um, is drawing us away from God and is a is a barrier to our relationship with him. I think of the scripture too that says there the prayer of a righteous person has great power as mm-hmm. it is working. And I think the 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 um what is the antonym or the opposite of that would be the prayer of an unrighteous person has no power uh-huh. while right. it is working. And so we are righteous if we are in Christ and we confess our sins to him.
1: Right. We are
0: counted righteous because of Jesus. But if there is unconfessed sin, then I am not living as righteous as I ought. And there may be a barrier, uh, something that is actually affecting my relationship with God or causing the distance that I feel.
1: Yeah. And something. And what this question does specifically is it brings to light things that we might be blinded by. Mm. Our heart is very complex, and we don't have time to go into that right now. But uh, David, King David talks about this other places, the song, uh, the, the there in the Proverbs and even Jesus as well, how we really can't trust our heart yeah, and that our hearts are wayward. There's a brokenness in this world. And so this question really, really puts to the forefront. Okay. Uh, hold on. Is there any, if there's anything in me I want those barriers to be removed, yeah. uh, Holy Spirit. I want I want to remove those things, and so our natural response of of, an, of a righteous person is to then ask for forgiveness, confess, or if you need to talk to somebody about it as well. So it, 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 it's communal as well as personal. So,
0: and I will say it's been said many times in different places, but always good to reiterate. We confess our sin to God mm-hmm. to receive forgiveness, and we confess our sins to one another to receive healing. Healing and restoration. So yeah. there is a both-and portion right. of that. I confess my sins to God, but I also I need someone that I can trust, that, wa- that I'm walking in relationship with, that I can confess my sin to, that I can experience healing through right. that relationship with them.
1: Even if you didn't, if it's a person that you didn't sin against or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like just to clarify, mm-hmm. I think that's really, really important. If it's somebody, it's somebody that's trustworthy for you and that it's not just sin grows best in the dark. So Mm -hmm. even if you've confessed it to to our creator and father God, yeah. Well, like an example
0: of that is, you know, we have a um, a group on Marco Mm -hmm. Polo that we we talk, you know, (laughs) and there's times where, you know, that day it, someone just jumps in and says guys i messed up today yeah <laughs> like yeah <laughs> i i fell short i didn't respond to a situation very well mm-hmm. and i'll just say for me when i do that even though i did not sin against you specifically mm-hmm. just in that group to have friends that can bring some truth to that can say man yeah we fall short that's that's a bummer you messed up but you know what that's not who you are or right. we know that's not your heart like To receive the grace of another person and to receive godly affirmation to keep going and growing Mm -hmm. keeps my head on straight. And it it keeps the enemy at bay so that he doesn't get in there and say, you are this now. Oh, you could never receive forgiveness, grace, acceptance, whatever. So that other piece is really important, too. That's good. Um, Question number four is really good, especially at the end of the day. But have I spent enough time with God today? Mm -hmm. God, have I spent enough time with you today? Second part to that, is there anything that I'm spending more time doing? Mm -hmm. Um, Am I spending more time doing something else? Right. And this is a great question on a number of levels. Number one, uh, did I spend enough time with God today? If he is our source, if he is your strength, if he is where your identity comes from, if he is the one who's telling you your, your marching orders for the day and for your life, if you're not spending time with him, aimlessness, purposelessness, hopelessness. No wonder it creeps in. Mm -hmm. So maybe I didn't spend enough time with God in prayer or in Scripture enough time in His Word to hear His voice and get His guidance. But secondly, Am I spending more time doing something else is a great idol-revealing question. Mm-hmm. Maybe I spend a lot more time scrolling through YouTube. Mm-hmm. Maybe I spend a lot more time watching sports or hanging out with um, my significant other. Or maybe I spent too much time uh, with a certain hobby that I really like or I really love. Mm-hmm. That might indicate that <laughs> that thing has a little bit of more of a hold on your heart. It's coming for the throne of God on your life. Right. And so I think that's a good question that can help reveal idols in our lives which again through reflection gives us the opportunity to come before God to put some idols down and to to re-elevate our relationship with him as number 1.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I I agree and you know some of those things might not even be necessarily sinful or wrong mm-hmm. but with this question and of reflection my when I reflect my mind goes to When I was in a tough situation or when I received some uh, unsavory news or there was an email or there was an interaction or something didn't go the way I wanted, planned, prepared for, blah, 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 Mm -hmm. you know, so on and so forth. What was my first initial go to? And so when I looked, did I spend more time uh, going inward and trying to figure things out on my own or did I spend the time? saying, you know what, I just need, I need five minutes mm. and I just talked with G- with Jesus about it. Or, or I did a quick prayer and said, Hey, you know, God, give me some wisdom here. Like that is the idol revealing piece. Cause, cause oftentimes I would say too often I turn to like, I'll even call a friend or I'll call some, none of those things are bad, mm-hmm. but if I'm doing that way more or that's my initial response and reaction, um, I might have an idol issue. I might have an idol issue.
0: So yeah, that's really good. Yeah. And then question number five, God, what are you trying to teach me in mm-hmm. my current situation? <laughs> I love this question because so often I want to get out of a situation, <laughs> right. but in the middle of some of my least desirable circumstances is where God is forming me most. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm only trying to get out of situations uh, because it's uncomfortable or I don't like it or I, I'm I'm striving for something else. I may be missing the lessons that the Holy Spirit wants to teach me. Right. And um, one of my phrases that's always stuck with me is, if you fail to learn the lesson, you'll be forced to repeat the class. <laughs> and so when I'm going through something really uncomfortable, I'm like, dang, I want to learn this lesson right. because I don't want to repeat this class. Don't want to do this again. Um, <laughs> but God, what are you trying to teach me in my current situation? That. Assumes that God is always trying to produce something in us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, this is an
1: encouraging question. I, it, I don't know how I've gotten to this point or arrived to it. I hope this encourages every listener. I ask this question even when I haven't set aside time to reflect. Mm-hmm. You know, it has become ingrained and woven into my DNA because that very reason why. Uh, You just spoke on, I don't want to miss what the Holy Spirit is wanting to do in me Mm -hmm. here. He is far more interested in what he's doing inside of you, in your heart, in your mind, deep in your soul, uh, deeply uh, forming us than he is what he wants to do through you or even outside of you. Mm. Um, And that's for every individual that's for every person who's walking with Jesus and every human. He's very interested more so than anything in working in us than through us.
0: Yeah, well, the work of the Holy Spirit is the work of sanctification, right. making us new, making us into the image of Jesus mm-hmm. uh, over the course of our lifetime. And so if God's primary work is to renew us, to make us new and to make us into the image of Jesus, mm-hmm. then uh, again, that question Assuming God is always at work doing that also transforms situations from being hopeless situations to being hopeful situations. You may be uh, facing something really difficult. I mean, maybe maybe you want to get out of a very difficult job, but maybe that is the place where God wants to produce Christlikeness and patience within Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. Well, then when just that little shift, God, what are you doing? You know, what are you trying to produce in me? What lesson are you trying to teach me right now? Maybe you had just prayed for patience and now you're in a situation where you have to be patient. Well, God has given you an opportunity to step into the character of God yeah. uh, that he wants to produce in your life. I Changes the way you look at your circumstance. Oh yeah. Uh, totally. And I'm, I'm with you. This is not just a reflection question, though I try to be intentional with that too, but all throughout the day um, mm-hmm. or whenever something I go, God, what are you doing? Yeah. Right. That's how I phrase it. God what are you doing? What are you up to? What are mm-hmm. you what are you trying to say to me? What are you trying to teach me? And it also caused me to tune my ear back in. And say totally. okay, I want to hear. I want I'm listening. So um, that's no, question number five. What is God, what are you trying to teach me in my current situation? Yeah And I will just say the purpose of this quiet time, this reflection, this intentional pause to learn from the past to learn from what what's been going on in your day, your life, um, your year, uh, this quiet time is for the purpose of getting into God's presence to allow Him to shape you, mm-hmm. to allow Him to teach you. It's a it's a Garden of Eden moment, I think. It's an opportunity yeah. to pause and be in His presence uh, again and to hear His voice. And I would just believe to to be in God's presence brings us peace.
1: Yeah, and I would I would give Thra another imagery or metaphor. It is the tuning of a guitar. Mm. Any kind of instrument, any kind of fine tuning that we do with our health and workouts and food and culinary, it's always uh, there's there's this tuning that takes place with any of those uh, artistic expressions. This is no different. It is tuning our ears and our hearts and our souls to the King of Kings, and um, it gives eternal benefits and return uh on investment, uh a deep return of it on investment. So would encourage you guys to start small. Um maybe it's five minutes at the end of every day. Maybe it's 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh whatever it might be, calendar it, get in the silence in the solitude. Um take these five questions, make them your own. Mm-hmm. Um, but would encourage you to start somewhere and uh be encouraged to uh face whatever fear or whatever anxiety or anything that might be preventing or maybe it's even just and i'm just i've allowed busyness to take over i'm I'm hurried and i would say uh push against it and and give this a shot so
0: that's great well we will put the five reflection questions in the show notes for Mm -hmm. you and uh man if this has been meaningful for you uh like rate review subscribe do all the things and then we also have our (laughs) our patreon page you can support the show and help this show continue to go further uh, as we create more and more episodes have more and more conversations around the table i would say we it would mean the world if just if there's an episode that's meaningful to you or has helped you just give a dollar for that episode Mm -hmm. just donate a dollar an episode and allow continue to help us um put out good content it means the world to us and then take some time, pause, be still, be intentional, reflect so you can grow in Christ, and then share this episode with someone that that you think would benefit from it as well. We love you. We're so grateful to be a part of the journey with you. Thanks for coming around the table, and until next time, keep living the faith. Thank you.